welcome to Inside the Multiverse with Carlos, Brad, and Matt. In this episode, we discuss the first four episodes of The Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney+. Follow us on Twitter at IT Multiverse. Now, explore with us as we go inside the multiverse. What's up and welcome to another episode of Inside the Multiverse. Um, Carlos... And I'm joined here today with Matt and Brad, like always. Matt, how's it going, dude? I'm doing really well. How are you guys doing? Good, dude. Brad, how are you? Can't wait to talk about this. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, so today, I mean, it's going to be pretty simple. There's not much news, so we're not going to get into any news or anything like that. We're just going to dive right in. We haven't been keeping up with like weekly episodes of um, like reviewing the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But we thought since this episode was really, this past episode, which was episode four, was really strong, I would say. And there was a lot of good things that happened in it. A lot of really like big points that I think are going to be fun to like kind of talk about and dissect. We thought it was a good time to just jump in and kind of review it up to this point. Um, and we're probably going to review it at the end of the season. Or is it series? Brad, is it series finale? Like, is this, now just to be clear, is this like a one-shot series or is this like wandavision or is this a full continuing thing i don't think it's been confirmed yet uh, i believe it's going to be just like a one-off like this is just going to be a one one season thing but i mean obviously plans could change okay for sure so yeah um we'll hit up on that last episode which according to brad is episode six um and then once that episode's over we'll give our review of the last two episodes so without further ado let's just kind of get right into it um let's just kind of first start off with like our overall thoughts of episodes one two three four up to this point um i'll kind of just say that i thought it didn't a lot of people were saying kind of saying like oh it starts off slow to me it didn't start as slow as i thought i thought comparing it to the most recent marvel show which was wandavision i thought wandavision was a little bit slower but it still had points in the story that were engaging and i really enjoyed especially for the first two episodes um you know episodes three and four things start to pick up and it starts to get kind of crazy um overall so far i really just um have enjoyed like the premise of struggling with identity because i think there's a lot of that going on with sam trying to figure out who he is um bucky trying to figure out what's going on with him and who he is now um you know because I think Zemo makes the comment whenever there are spoilers, you know, in the club that he's like, oh, it didn't take him that long to, you know, quickly, you know, go back to doing what he does. Or he tells them like, you know, you're going to have to make sure that you're going to have to make sure that you look like someone that you say is gone or whatever it is. Right. So I, I love that there's this whole struggle of like identity. Who am I? How do I act now that I'm not that person anymore? Um, I do like that you get to see a lot of uh, dealings with Bucky's mental health issues. I think all the stuff that he's gone through is really powerful because he was doing a lot of really bad things and just watching the repercussions of all that and how it's beaten him down and how he's dealing with it's great. And I really enjoy the Flag Smashers. It's shocking, shocking, right? Like, of course, I like the 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 people the revolutionaries but um yeah i like them as a villain i like that they made it a group and not just one flag smasher like it normally is in the comics if i'm correct right brad mm -hmm. okay 
so yeah, I, I think those for right now, just like my kind of overall quick thoughts, is just those are the, my, my main three things that I liked. Um, Matt, how about yourself? I, I'm in the same you know kind of thought process as you, Carlos. I, I'm really enjoying the show. Everything you said, I'm in agreement with. And one thing that I wanted to point out was I think that what they're doing with Sam showing that, you know, he's having these financial difficulties is uh, doing a really good job of making possibly similarities to veterans, you know, people who go off and fight in wars and stuff and they come home and they may not be getting treated financially the way that they deserve to be. And it really made me think of Vietnam veterans, too, because, you know, when they came home from war, they were really underappreciated. They were really misunderstood. They did not get any kind of benefits that are in place now. So when they had that part of the show with Sam, it really made me think of that. And then I'm really enjoying uh, Zemo. I, I think his character is great. Yeah. And I'm also loving the dynamic between uh, Sam and uh, Bucky, too. I, I think they're kind of picking up where uh, Captain America and Bucky left off and Captain America and Sam left off. And they're not really missing a beat with that. So uh, I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, Brad, how about you? How do you feel so far? So as you guys already know, uh, you know, I've been kind of like the first one on this series. So I've been, yeah. you know, kind of hyped about it. I kind of had to, you know, keep everything low key because you guys weren't watching it yet. Uh, but I, I, man, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, depending on the resolution, I think I might even slot this one above WandaVision. Uh, that's, that's how high I am on it. Uh, first two episodes, you know, they were decent, kind of like WandaVision. They were just kind of, you know, laying the groundwork, you know, setting up like their little chess pieces so they can move around in future episodes. So I really enjoyed that. And then I also kind of like how, like, uh, I didn't even really catch on to Matt's point about, like, the veterans, but I feel like they've also been kind of doing, like, other, like, real-world commentary, uh, commentary or, like, uh, parallels. Uh, I think it was in episode two when they're, like, walking out of Isaiah's house and they get pulled over by the cops. Yeah. And, yeah. like, even if you're an Avenger, like, you still get racially profiled in America. Like, so I thought that was, like, a... It wasn't a cool scene, you know, obviously, because that stuff happens, like, every day, but it was something that you know, people that can, can relate to, and it's, you know, they're seeing it on screen. So I thought that that was, that was nice to see. And then uh, also they kind of sprinkled in a couple other moments like that. So that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, just overall, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far and I'm just, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I think, I think you hit it on the head that they're doing a lot of social like commentary or, you know, about like social issues. Right. Um, I think that's one thing I, really appreciate about the series so far it's it's taking these real life issues and you know showing that they can happen to pretty much everybody you know the issues that the so-called refugees that have come back from the blip what they're going through right i think that i think that's huge because that's kind of parallel to what's going on right now with um at the border with the people fleeing central america and they don't have anything right and, you know, they're coming to try to get seek asylum. They're not being granted asylum. They're not being granted help. It's all these like things that in some way, shape or form can, you know, connect to what's going on in real life. And I really appreciate how they're handling it. Um, I think I, I also liked um, now we can kind of get into like what we, you know, we liked about specific episodes. I think the nod to the second Captain America or however you want, second super soldier in Isaiah was really cool. You know, I was really glad to see that. The fact that he's only the second person to come out of the super soldier program, you know, not being ch 
changed or morphed or, you know, done something wrong, like have something, have an issue with him, I think was powerful, especially since it is an African-American man. And then hearing him talk about how they poked and prodded and imprisoned him for 30 years and did all these things to him was pretty terrible. And once again, it was powerful because it was like this guy who people would call a hero was treated like shit, you know? And like Matt said, that seems to be like an overarching theme is, is this thing about like heroes, quote unquote heroes, not getting something that maybe we would all think they deserve. Or, you know, the public perception of those people would be like, oh, they're, they're good. They're an Avenger. You know, they've done, they don't have to worry about these things or they helped in Vietnam. They don't have to worry about these things. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, another thing I like, obviously, Matt kind of touched on uh, Zemo. His character is awesome, dude. I think Daniel Brule, that, that's his name, right? Daniel Brule. Um, he's really killing it in that like role. Um, it's if I'm not mistaken, I'm very limited on my Zemo stuff. He's Zemo, but I think he's doing a good job of making it his own and adding his personality to it. Um, did you guys see him like the, of course, everybody's seen the dancing, like the dancing thing, like the, you know, and we got to the, the fact that people wanted it so bad, wanted more of it that they released 30 seconds of him dancing was amazing, dude. I sat there and started like dying at his little moves and you know, he's, he's great. He's a villain. He's kind of a dickhead. He's kind of an asshole, but I really enjoy anytime he's on screen. It's almost like, um, now it's not a comparison, but it's almost in the vein of uh, Colonel Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards, where it's that like thing. He has a thing about him where anytime he's on screen, I just want to hear him talk more. So, um, yeah. A any other little things you want to talk about, Brad, like specifically that you liked in any episode? Um, yeah, um, the, so the fourth episode, uh, which was probably my favorite of the whole series, uh, there was the, of course they did the, the Dora Milaje, uh, you know, Black yeah. Panther tie-in, which I think that was so well done. Um, at the end of episode three, like when Bucky's like walking down that little corridor and then like he, st he starts seeing like the little balls and I was like, yeah. no, no way, <laughs> this isn't going to happen. And then, you know, sure enough, uh, AO shows up. So yeah, the I thought the scene in episode four with the the Dora Milaje, uh, that, that was just that was a great scene. Uh, there was a couple things that really stuck out to me. Uh, one was like when they're done fighting, and then uh, the Dora Milaje soldier soldier she like kicks up the shield Ooh, and like yeah. it goes onto her hand, like uh, like Cap did when he was in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was Winter Soldier. And then the other one was uh, when they like uh, do Bucky's pressure points, and then they like yeah. drop his arm off. Uh, so I, I'm hoping uh, Rocket Raccoon is watching this uh, series <laughs> and like he does that in like a future movie and then like runs off with Bucky's arm. Uh, but yeah, so th those were a couple things just from episode four that I really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but in episode two, uh, going back to how you were talking about with Isaiah, uh, Eli Bradley was the son or mm -hmm. grandson, I think it was. Yeah. But uh, he is actually one of the young Avengers. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's going to be, I believe, Patriot, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. He, I think he either goes by Patriot or Lieutenant America in the comics. Cool. So they're kind of, you know, not checking off the boxes for, for the Young Avengers, 
We got America Chavez coming in uh, Doctor Strange 2. We've already had uh, Wiccan and Speed. So I, I would I would think uh, Young Avengers is on the way at some point. Yeah, well, to kind of add on to your legacy characters um, thing is um, Joaquin Torres, who is the uh, you know guy who's working with Bucky, who's a part of the military. He's in the comics. He's eventually takes over the Falcon, like mantle, and so I think that's another cool thing. Like when I heard that, when I heard that he was going to be in it, and that's the character he was playing, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." What's this character? Went to go research it and find out that that's who he was playing. I was like, "Oh, okay, so maybe eventually." somewhere down the line we're going to see him as falcon um so i thought that was cool i mean obviously you guys know me i'm big on uh latino representation so when i heard that saw that i was like dude yes make him the falcon because he seemed you know if you guys saw too he kind of seemed interested in like the the red bird stuff when he wanted to help uh sam kind of fix it so um yeah i'm excited for that uh matt you got anything that, like any few points that you were kind yeah. of interested in um, just to further carry on what you guys were talking about, it really seems like Marvel is setting up themselves for like the next 30 years while DC is struggling to make like one good movie. So, I mean, Marvel is just hitting the nail on the head with everything they've done. But um, yeah, two things that I definitely wanted to point out um, that I really appreciated is uh, in the episode where we kind of start to see the new Captain America kind of break down in a sense and like, we can see his characters kind of losing touch of reality. Um, one thing that I noticed that I thought was really cool, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it either, was Hoskins. There was scenes when um, the new Cap would say something, and Hoskins would look at him like concerned, like, like "Who? What did you just say? Like, who are you?" Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that was a really good um, job of the actor to kind of portray that because it's showing that he is kind of not recognizing his best friend, someone that he served in combat with and he's seeing him become this different person that he's not used to. So I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but that was something that I noticed in some of the early scenes from episodes three and four of when, you know, the, the new cap is kind of just starting to lose touch with who he is. And then to further that, um, I don't know if we discussed it or if it was just something I saw online, but um, there was the really reminded me of the quote that Erskine said to Steve Rogers before he became oh. Captain America. And he was like, mm. you know, the reason why you were chosen because a strong man who has known power all his life may lose respect for that power, but a weak man who knows the value of strength and knows compassion. And I think that it's a perfect dynamic between Steve Rogers, Captain America and then this discount Captain America, because here's a guy who wasn't successful, wasn't, you know, top of his class in every single thing he did. And he really represented what Captain America should be. And then you have this new cap who, you know, won all these awards. And then we later find out that, you know, maybe the way he won those wasn't the best, but he really is kind of becoming the, the bad things that Erskine was afraid somebody would, would become by getting the super serum. So that was something that I really liked is how they're showing kind of the two sides of yeah. what, what Captain America could be depending on, you know, who takes up that mantle. Yeah. Let's just get this out of the way and start talking about him. I, as soon as he showed up, I text all you guys, fuck him. I hated him. Like he, I automatically got like the scumbag vibe from him. 
I, I knew where this is going, I, you know, and I obviously I know a little background on the character John Walker too from the comics. So I had some background knowledge on him. Wyatt Russell does a good job of playing him. You know, I got to give it up for him. He, he's doing a great job. And dude, I just, every single time he was on screen, I was like, dude, you're not Steve Rogers. You are not Steve <laughs> Rogers. He did not choose you. You should not be wearing the shield. I had all this emotion in me that was so like, oh, dude. And, you know, I felt like Bucky felt. Like, you know, you can see it in Bucky's eyes. Anytime they were around him, it was like he, you could feel the fucking daggers shooting from Bucky's eyes, dude. And, um, yeah, I think that is super interesting. And I don't I don't think we talked about it, Matt, that whole conversation that, uh, uh, what's his name? What, what was the doctor's name? Erskine. Erskine every you know that whole conversation kept popping into my head as you're like in episode four as you're seeing him do all these things and start to think this way it, it popped in my head that i was like oh crap like that conversation was important even now right because there's that one time where he says not a perfect soldier but a good man and like that makes a difference because you can see what a perfect soldier is it's John Walker, right? He has all these medals. He's done all these quote unquote great things for his country. And he scored the top of everything. But he's sadly, he's not that good of a man. And he won't be a good that good of a man compared to Steve Rogers. And um, so I had a question. And Brad, you might be able to answer this. The serum, according to Erskine, amplifies everything within the person. Within, um, why is his name? Uh, Red Skull, it amplified the evil that was within. Mm -hmm. With Steve, it amplified all the good that was within. Now we're seeing within Carly and John kind of the effects of what's going on with them taking the serum. Right? So do you think it's amplifying Carly's like radicalism? you think that's kind of what's coming through with her kind of taking the step and doing maybe something that, you know, exploding that building, right? And saying that, oh, they, they would only, this is the only thing they respond to. And her kind of constantly escalating things. Do you think that's a product of the serum? And how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I, I would say that that's a product of the serum. Um, I also think, uh, just kind of a prediction, I don't think that she's going to be the bad bad guy, bad girl for like the entire series. Uh, I think eventually she is going to flip. Uh, but so I think that the serum, I think it's amplifying the good in her because we've, we've seen the good in her in this series. That's why she's kind of such a complex character in my opinion. Uh, they've kind of taken like the, the Killmonger route with her in my opinion. Like you can, you can see, you can see the, the way that their plan, like they want it to work and you can see why they're doing it, but you just don't always agree with how they're doing it. Like Killmonger, he wanted to spread all this technology to the world because you know he felt that the, it would benefit the world, but he just went about it the wrong way. And Carly, I feel right. like she's kind of doing the same thing. So that's why she's kind of, she's a really complex character. And I think eventually she's going to end up be becoming on the good side. And it's, and John Walker, uh, cause actually the, the full quote of, uh, Dr. Erskine, it's the serum amplifies everything that is inside. So good becomes great, bad becomes worse. This is why you were chosen. So 
I think that Carly, she did have some good in her. So I think it's going to amplify that. And John obviously did not have some good in him. He had some really ugly traits and we saw how that played out at the end of the episode. So I think that's, it's going to kind of create like a, a divide over the last two episodes and each character is going to kind of trend upward and downward. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with Brad. And, you know, even in the show, Sam says, you know, I, I agree with what you're fighting for. I just don't agree with how you're fighting it. And um, to further what Brad was talking about, you know, I don't think Carly is going to be the main villain. I think it's either going to be power broker or I think it's going to be um, uh, Walker turning into, you know, maybe an even evil Captain America. And there was something I saw about who the power broker could be. And I don't know if you guys are okay with me talking about a possible rumor or just a, a fan theory. I, I don't know, Carlos, you, you seem kind of hesitant as to me dropping this. So or, are you cool if I throw out Go something that might So uh, I saw online somebody had the idea of what if the power broker was um, the girl that was helping them, Sharon Carter. What if she, in her mm. time in this new place, kind of took up this uh, new position, you know, she's angry at what happened to her and she kind of wants to get, get revenge or she just wants to, you know, get hers. And by doing that, she became an evil character and became the power broker. So that's something that could happen in the last two episodes, but I definitely in general agree that I don't think Carly is going to end up being the main villain of the series. Yeah. I, um, I was really intrigued by like Sharon Carter having a like a comeback and seeing her character again and seeing how her life has changed um, to me made her a little bit more interesting than previous iteration in the in the MCU. So I'm glad she kind of doing her thing. And to your point, Matt, I mean maybe because at the end of that like little thing after I think it was like episode two or three when Zemo killed the Doctor, you know we see her kind of get away and hop in like a really nice car. And I don't remember the, the exchange to the driver, but she does have like this exchange. It's like a little ominous, I guess you could say. It's, it's a little ominous and kind of the way she's talking. So who knows? Maybe that would be pretty interesting if it ends up just being her because of all her connects and all her money that she's gained. Um, I am just really intrigued about where it's going to go. I really like uh, some people were complaining about Carly as a character, you know, not feeling her. I, I really like her. I think she's a great character and I, I, you know, when I text you guys that I like the flag smashers, you know, Brad, you were like, I, I figured you would, right. Cause that's just my style. I I'm really up for, Hey, you know, sometimes you have to make things happen. If you really want to help people, you know, waiting for things to kind of just waiting for the system to help you isn't always the best. And I think she's going about trying to do something good, but the way, like you guys have all said, the way she's kind of, I was on it until the explosion. Then I was kind of like, oh shit, like, hey, relax. We don't need to kill anybody. You guys were doing good, you know, just robbing some like rich ass bank and taking their money and taking all these supplies. That was it. Just leave those people there. Whatever. They suck. I get it. They're part of the system. They suck. Just go. And, you know, seeing her blow them up, I was kind of like, shit. So, uh, I, I do really enjoy their characters. Um, I'm curious how it's all going to play out with her and the power broker and all that stuff. If we're even going to get to see 
the resolution of that. That's another thing, right? Because we've seen several times in these Marvel shows already with WandaVision where a seed is kind of planted and then we kind of don't see it resolved. So, um, yeah, John Walker, really, really hate that guy. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how we're going to see it. Is there anything that you kind of maybe wished was better or is there anything that you don't like to this point or, you know, hope they improve on in the last two episodes, anything at all, Brad, you being the big Marvel fan or the bigger of the Marvel fan between us three. Um, I mean, I, I don't really have too many complaints. Um, I would say one is I I'd like to see, uh, Isaiah's story, uh, see the screen a yeah. little bit more. Cause I thought Isaiah yeah. and Eli and Eli too. I mean, Eli, he, you just kind of saw him for like a, a brief glimpse. So I'd like to see if maybe they're going to uh, dive into his character a little bit more in this series. And then of course, you know, Isaiah, uh, I'd like to see maybe him, you know, reemerge in another, in another uh, appearance. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy with the show so far. I, I, I really don't have any complaints. Yeah. Same here. Matt, what about you? Anything at all, maybe story-wise, that you'd like to see? Um, honestly, story-wise, not really. I, I kind of really love what they're doing with it. And, you know, I, I hope there's things, as Brad said, that they get into. But my only real complaint, and it's probably just me nitpicking, is I felt that some of the humor in the first few episodes was a little forced. Like the one scene where Sam and uh, Bucky are talking in front of his therapist. And they have that whole like moving forward with the chairs. I don't know. I, just to me, I, I thought that was a little forced. And like, I, I understand why they were trying to make that funny. But for me, I, I just didn't find it funny. So that's really my only complaint about the yeah. show. But other than that, I, I think it's great. Yeah, I, I kind of had that same feeling where I was like, oh, yeah, this is it's all right. It's it's kind of funny, but it didn't. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, Matt. Um me personally, I was really, I'm, I'm really surprised that there's not anything I'm nitpicking too much. I don't think there's anything for me to be like, oh, I don't like this. Or um, I just hope we get to see if it's, if this is only a one season series, I hope Sam reclaims the shield somehow. Because it was given to him. Not Bucky. Bucky has made it clear. No, I love Bucky, but I think Bucky has his own path you know what i mean and i think that's kind of why um steve chose sam because bucky bucky has these things that he's dealing with all these issues and not to say he's not a good man but he has to charter his own path and go his own way and i know that's kind of what sam's feeling too that he's not captain america but i feel if anybody if you're chosen by the original captain america there's a reason for that so I would like to see if he maybe he doesn't use it yet, but I would like to see him get it back. So and, I um I just oh, looked up. So, sorry to interrupt, but um I just looked up whether or not there's going to be more seasons. And according to denofgeek.com, the um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier season two is unlikely. Anthony Mackie confirms. So it looks like uh, Falcon himself is even saying it's probably only going to be one season. Interesting. So do you guys think he's there there them two characters are gonna be in future movies? What do you think? Oh definitely. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, just because uh, the one thing about like the shield, uh, I think the last episode really kind of like illustrated that. Like, despite not having the shield, Sam is just—he's so much more of a Captain America than John Walker is. Uh, just like the scene with him and Carly, and like how oh. he was talking to her. Uh, that was—it was such a good scene, and like it just—it really illustrated like the the difference between the two characters, and like that's like that's Captain America, like. Yeah. John Walker, you know, jumping out the window and then running into public and like murdering that guy. That's that that's the farthest thing from Captain America. So and by the way, that was a fantastic scene. Like the, the end Ooh. shot of him, like the, the pan with the blood on the shield. That was that was money. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think uh, hopefully Sam is going to uh, don the shield at some point in the series. Uh, because in the trailer, there's actually a scene where him and Bucky are like out in the countryside somewhere, and they're like tossing the shield and like practicing throwing it into a tree. And we haven't seen that yet, so either that's just like a misdirection on Marvel's part, or we're going to at some point they're going to steal the shield back from John and take some practice swings with it. Yeah, and, yeah. and when Brad Brad uh, just mentioned when Sam was talking to Carly, that reminded me. Um, something that did bother me in that episode is uh, right before uh, Walker uh, interrupts them, he's talking and like pacing. He's like, oh, this is taking too long, blah, blah, blah. And Bucky's like, just just calm down, like give Sam his 10 minutes or whatever we agreed upon. And then the next scene, he's like interrupting. I was just like confused. Like, did Bucky just let him go in? Like, did he just like to me? It was just like, how did that happen? Because obviously Bucky is a lot stronger than Walker at this point because he didn't get the super serum the super soldier serum yet. So like, did he just let him go in? So that part I just thought was a little, maybe they could have written that scene a little bit better, but um, I, I do agree with Brad. I do think that uh, there's just too much with these characters to not continue after these last two episodes. Yeah. And I think what they insinuated Matt in that like thing you were talking about is the, uh, that he somehow got swayed by um, Walker, John Walker telling him, like, you know, that's your partner in there, you know, right, you don't well, want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, to me, it's like, I, I think about it. Like if Steve was in there talking to someone, Bucky wouldn't have intervened at all. Right. Cause he would have known Steve would have been fine. Right. And so I'm wondering if maybe because they haven't been together for that long, that's like, they haven't built that trust yet. And that's just like a headcanon thing. That's like the way I'm trying to rationalize it to myself. Um, I did. I'm glad you brought that 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 scene up, though, uh, Brad, of him and Carly talking because I think that was super powerful, right? Somebody pointed out that not only did he do a good job of like the words that he used and how he talked to her, like Sam was very respectful, and you can tell he was constantly like de-escalating how she was talking, like. And um, he was very calming and got her to just kind of relax. Because if you saw, she went from like standing and like a certain pose. There was a lot of body language going on too. Like, you know, she was standing and kind of like defensive. And then when he started talking, she started to relax. You see her shoulders drop and then you see her sit down. Right. And then you see Sam kind of turn his back to her. And somebody pointed out like you see that in the body language, the fact that he's trusting her to not hurt him while he has his back turned is huge. It, it was a huge scene. And I really, really enjoyed 
watching the dialogue. And I thought, like you said, Brad, it showed that like, hey, this is a Captain America. This is who it should be. Super soldier serum or not, this is your guy. And um, I really enjoyed it. And not to tie back into DC, but Jesus, like how well does Marvel do the idea of like Captain America compared to how DC does the idea of Superman? Marvel has been able to nail it with Steve Rogers and now Sam Wilson and DC can't even get Clark fucking Kent right. Holy shit. It frustrates me because I'm like, dude, this is everything that Superman is. Everything that we're talking about right here. He would talk to these people before beating the shit out of them. But anyways, I digress. It was it was a great moment. And I really I really enjoyed it. Anytime Sam was on and talking like that, it was money. I thought he's killed it. He has killed it. Um, any other little points you guys like to add or anything you remembered? Because usually sometimes we forget about shit that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, just uh, if in, you have brought up like the future of the series and like the future of the characters. Uh, so Matt brought up uh, Sharon possibly being the power broker. I I don't I don't think I personally don't think it's going to go that route just because of the timeline of everything. Um, cause Sharon went off the map, if I'm not mistaken, around 2016, if wait, mm -hmm. no, 2018, I think it is. And I think this series takes place in 2024, if I'm not mistaken. So that's only six years. So I, I just find it hard to believe that Sharon's become like a, a massive crime Lord in like the span of six years. Um, okay. but I, I definitely think the power broker is going to be a, a person of significance. Uh, I've seen other people online say maybe it's going to be the Mandarin, mm. which would okay. be definitely interesting tie-in because we have Shang-Chi coming up and the oh. Legend of the Ten Rings. So that would okay. definitely be an interesting way to kind of like bring everything together. Uh, or the other theory I've seen, because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but there's going to be a cameo in episode five. Mm. And it's yeah. going to be a new character that's grounded and that the showrunner would like to see interact with Thor. So I was thinking maybe it would be uh, Red Hulk. Huh. Okay. So like a new version of Red Hulk or uh, Thunderbolt Ross? No, the same version from the... Yeah, yeah, Ross. Mm. That would be interesting. I mean, damn. Yeah, I, I didn't know... So who said that uh, it would be someone he'd like to see interact with Thor? Was that that was like the writer or the director, creator guy? The showrunner, I believe. Showrunner? Shit. Yeah, I don't know who on that level would be able to. That one makes sense, I guess. Huh. Because what did happen to Ross afterwards? Do we really know? I think the last we saw of him, and I may be wrong, but... um the last I can remember off the top of my head is in civil war. He was that like holographic, um, having that conversation with Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was the, the hologram holographic, whatever it is. Uh, I, I don't think we saw him again after that. I could be wrong. I mean, we've had so many great Marvel movies. Sometimes it gets confusing where some of the side characters end up, but I think that's the last we saw of him. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that would be cool. Um, I have one last question for you both. And it's the question that um, 
Zemo asked Sam, if you had the opportunity to take the serum, would you do it? I would. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, okay. I, I trust in myself as to who I am as a person that it would amplify the good in me. And, you know, I wouldn't be become corrupt by its uh, the powers that it imbues in the person. So, you know, I would I would take that opportunity. I've always made the joke that if I could have any career it would be a vigilante. So, hey, if I can get <laughs> if I can get these powers, that would that would help me out. So, I mean, I, I would take it if given the opportunity. Yeah. What about you, Brad? Wait, so like in this scenario, am I Sam? Like, do I have like a no, badass jetpack? I'm just I'm just me. Yeah. What'd you do? Brad. Yeah, probably. Like if I was Sam, no, I wouldn't. Because like I feel like Sam's like constitution and like his character, like is built upon like having that grounded uh like personality or like grounded power. Uh, but me, yeah, I take it. No questions. <laughs> what about you, Carlos? Damn. I am the only one of the three that I wouldn't take it. I I I wouldn't take it. And it's not because I think I'm some fucking like badass and I got fucking moves because I don't I'd get knocked the fuck out in a fight, and that's why I don't fight. Um but I think there's a lot of stuff that I'm still working on as a person. There's a lot of things that I'm still going through and uh, still like mental health things that I want to get right. And I think the being imbued with the serum would amplify enough of that stuff that I'm trying to work on that it wouldn't be good. So I would, you know, let it be whatever. I'm not super. I'm cool. You know, Matt going to be a vigilante. Brad's just going to be chilling all buff and strong and shit. Like you guys would be cool i'm good i'll just be trying to be revolutionary without no damn powers and see how far i can get but yeah um anything else you guys want to hit on brad anything you want to hit on before we go did we forget about anything there was there was one thing that i wanted to hit on uh just like this episode was so dark yeah that i really hope that they lean into that for the rest of the series uh, just cause I, I, if I'm not mistaken, like this was probably like the darkest moment we've seen in the MCU. I mean, Captain America bludgeoning someone to death in public and like having blood on his shield. That's, I mean, that's pretty dark. Uh, so one, I hope they lean into that with, uh, for the rest of the series and two, it gets me really excited for Moon Knight. Cause like Moon Knight's a really dark character. And that was kind of like the one thing that I was worried, like, is Marvel going to be able to like really lean into that like dark uh you know because he has like uh uh dissociative uh disorder so like he has multiple personalities and it's like mental health and he's just he's a really dark character so it, just that episode made me really excited for that series as well yeah for sure um matt anything no i think we covered everything that i had to bring to the table for this episode Okay, for sure. Um, I did want to mention, I don't know if you guys have seen like those memes going around about like, it's uh, <laughs> Captain America, it's Steve Rogers and John Walker next to each other. And it's like what America says it is. And then like what America really is. I was like, damn, that is, if that isn't the truest shit, I don't know what is. That is crazy. Um, but yeah, Brad, that, that scene where he's just bashing that dude's face in, that was tough that was 
tough to sit there and like get through. And obviously they didn't show like you don't get to see the dudes like what I'm assuming is his mangled face or anything. But you see like the blood dripping off. You see his shield covered in blood. Like imagine how bad Bucky and Sam felt seeing the shield like that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, they they are probably so fucked up by that. Um, oh, and I did. I forgot to bring this up, and I'm glad I'm remembering it now. Um, I really like have felt for Bucky in this series because anytime like he brings up or someone brings up Captain America, Steve Rogers, you can see the kind of like hurt in his eyes. And for me, it's just like every single time I feel so bad for him, dude, because you can tell how much he, you know, cared for him. And I, I just wish like I loved I wanted to see them on screen so bad again. And the fact that we're not going to get it, I guess, pays off in the like the emotional responses that we get. But yeah, watching Bucky go through this stuff and, you know, them bringing up Steve Rogers just was like it was emotional. It was emotional. And and him trying to atone for what he's done, too. So it's not even just that he misses his best friend, but now he's also trying to accept what he's done and, and make up for that. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's big and not having like Steve there. Cause you know, Steve would have been so encouraging. So with him every step of the way. And whew, yeah, I think it's a, it's a really deep series and I've really enjoyed it so far. Like, you know, you guys were shocked at how quick I got through like the first three episodes, but it was just because I was like in it, dude. I was like, dude, all right. Like after the first one, I was like, dude, this is right up like my, alley like this is perfect so i was like keep going keep going um but yeah i can't wait to see the last two episodes um if that's all we got then we'll just end it right here um thanks everybody for listening um we appreciate your guys' support please go check it out on youtube you know apple spotify all that good stuff anchor um and just let us know what you guys think of all the episodes you can follow us on twitter at itm IT multiverse. I always get that wrong. And uh, just go ahead and shoot us a quick comment and let us know what you think. Um, thank you guys, and we'll see you next time. See you next week. See you guys.